0: Friday, baby, better than yesterday, let's get it! Life with less stress starts here, the Ono Roller. The Ono Roller is an antidote to our world of endless busyness, stimulation and stress by giving our hands something grounding and satisfying to fidget with. Onos are shown to relieve stress and enhance focus, but those benefits are just the beginning. It relieves stress and anxiety by soothing and satisfying with its rolling motion. It has the ability to calm even the busiest of minds. Relaxation and meditation, as if you were to feel that need of an escape. Simply align your thoughts with the Ono's smooth and rhythmic motion to enter your flow state. Muscle relief and massaging is another benefit. Use the Ono to release any built-up tension in smaller muscles and tendons by rolling it gently across your skin. It feels like if you take two highlighters with the caps off and roll those in your hand, but even better. I love my Ono Roller. It was a great gift that I received. And if you use my code Clint Stroman at checkout, you can get 15% off. Go check them out. Welcome to Tank Top Friday. Join us each week as we dive deep into topics like goal setting, self-improvement and personal growth. I'm Clint Stroman and on the show today, I have my boy Ray K back in the building. We're going to be talking about life after the military and his next adventure and how he's been getting there in the past couple of years. I'm really excited to have him back. For those of you that listened to the OG episode one, he was the man. And now he's back in the flesh after we had a baby and got some scheduling uh, worked out. And I'm glad to have you, man. Welcome back. Dude, thanks for having me. Uh, love the intro. That sounded great. <laughs> Appreciate it. Trying to lock it in. Trying to lock it in, dude. I think that it's um I think it's going to be cool moving forward to have uh, a little bit of structure. And we were talking about that a little bit earlier today. Um, and with structure comes perfection. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not perfection, but. <laughs> consistency for sure. Um, I'm glad that we're, I'm able to have you back on, though. And I think that our our first episode that we had, um, for those of you that didn't get to listen to it, it was a good episode. But you know, uh, you know, we we just decided to go a little bit of a different route with it, and and that's cool too. So I'm glad to have Ray back. I think it's going to be an even better episode. And uh, as we move forward with the show and the podcast, it, it's just going to keep flowing. Um, I don't mean, know what they say. You got to be shitty before you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do, you do. Uh, I think that is how it goes with everything. Learning a new sport, working at a new job, uh, learning a new trade, going to school for brewing science, like you are. Yes. Um, I know that's been a major focus for you in the past what two, three years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, since pretty much since we met. Yeah. Since we met in Wilmington, and been grinding. Yeah. That's been the focus, and it's been hard because, I mean, you know, we talk about it all the time. Like, school is I'm not naturally a school person. Just sitting there is hard for me. So it takes – discipline has been helping me with that, just kind of staying regimented. And that's kind of the thing that we talk about all the time. I know
0: we do, like, our routine stuff like that. Yeah, routine is crucial, man. And honestly, do you feel I, – I feel like I was like this with my undergrad at UNCW. And currently with my MBA, do you feel that having a routine in school is actually harder than most um, make it out to be?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Cause it's, it's different. I think it changes each semester and that's what throws people off. I know it throws me off. Yeah. Like, you know, this semester, for instance, like I go to the gym, I hit, you know, the 1130 class every day during the week. And, you know, previous semesters I would have to wake up earlier and I'd have to go at like six thirty. So I think it's, Like I noticed I got better at adjusting to that change. And like now that I kind of expect it and I know it's coming with each semester, it's just allowed me to kind of just kind of roll through some being a little bit better.
0: So being a little bit more like rubbery, being able to flow with it and change up your time frames if you have to, but still get it done.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know that you, you mentioned that one of your biggest struggles as of late is that day to day in college. And navigating all that, and and still being successful and doing things that you enjoy, um, you know what are, what are some things that that you find, are major hobbies of yours nowadays?
1: Uh, okay. Well, when I when I moved to Boone, uh, Boone is in the mountains, obviously. For those of you that don't know, but you know, I grew up on the beach, so I it kind of forced me to look at re-look at things. So like, whereas like my old hobbies would be like, you know, I would surf or I would, you know, just chill at the beach or something like that. I kind of had to find new things. And one of the things that I found was CrossFit. CrossFit's been pretty good. Hiking occasionally. I mean, it does get a little bit old sometimes when it's cold. I don't really like it, but I will get out there every now and then with a good group. And then uh, also just kind of like little, uh, like little clubs that I found through the crossfit gym so like i I do a run club on tuesdays and you know we kick it on the weekends as much as we can
0: yeah that's cool i know that you've been really big into crossfit is there a reason that you stuck with it and and you decided to like make it your your one main avenue of of fitness now
1: yeah and it kind of goes hand in hand with like that scheduling scheduling thing that we were talking about because uh that's it's one less thing that I have to think about during the day. I know that if I show up at eleven thirty, I'm gonna have a beautiful workout and yeah. gonna kick my ass, you know, for a solid hour every yeah. day. So I don't even have to think about my workout. So that it's nice to have that. It's nice to have coaching. I like that. And it's also for me it's 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 difficult, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. And like I like the competition, you know. Like, competing in, like, hard things like that, I like that, because it's a certain kind of person does it, and I like those kinds of people. Yeah. Like, kind of motivated, you know, self-motivated people. And, yeah, it just kind of brings me around them, and it's just a place where I found. So what's your
0: recommendation to me to actually take the leap? You want to get into CrossFit? I've been thinking about it for, like, 10 years. I just never have done it. I do want to do it. All right. And uh, you got you to gotta humble yourself, because... You got to just you got to walk in
1: there and act like you've never worked out before even though you may have you know you may have worked out for like 10 years you got to act like you've never done it before because it challenges you in different ways it's a lot of like you know i lacked a lot of like flexibility in my ankles and it kind of crossfit kind of outlined a lot of weaknesses that i had like physically
0: and you know just helped me to kind of work on them and in a good environment with motivated people so here's some worries of mine my shoulders my baby ankles and my baby wrists <laughs> and and um uh, uh, and that's in my knees. So I'm worried about I'm worried about those I'm worried about certain parts of my body that I feel like are gonna be aggravated if I try CrossFit.
1: Oh yeah, it's for sure gonna hurt those areas, but what you gotta do is you have to take care of them. Okay. Like, you know, if you have bad shoulders, like do some you have to do shoulder prehab during the week. Like I like, my ankle, my right ankle's all messed up, and I do every single day. I do things to try to strengthen it and to try to help myself. And, you know, especially, like, us, you know, we got a couple miles on us. You know, you're going to—it's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you're hurt. It's just a little pain.
0: So just, like, just comparing it to, you know, your traditional weightlifting and, and programs involving, you know, a certain muscle group or two each day— it's just a different version, and your body's going to hurt, and then it's going to go away just like when you start fresh in the gym, right?
1: It's just like trying anything new.
0: Yeah. You know, at first, you're going to resist it, and then once you get used to the change, it's what you do. I want to get into it more as well because of the uh, community setting.
1: That's what I really like about it.
0: Yeah. I love the community behind it because
1: it's, like I said, it's there. most people that do CrossFit, like, they care about other things that are important like nutrition, you know, how their body's doing, you know, stuff like that, how their mind's doing. Um yeah, they're just it's those kinds of people. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's one big thing that you're into right now. Yes. Anything else other than school that you're like that you're harp that you're harping on that you're it,
1: I've been homebrewing a lot.
0: I've that's been, right, you have been, yeah, for the past couple months. just is the most recent?
1: Uh I did a double IPA most recently and then I'm looking at just doing just like a very uh just a plain Pilsner, just a very clean beer, just see how it is. But yeah, homebrewing has been a lot of fun, uh, kind of getting into that. And then especially with like fermentation, like what I'm studying in school, I want to, I want to get better at it. It's something that I, that I am passionate about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, there's something to be said about that because you're going, you switched gears from UNCW Yes. And you, switch, wait, Matt. Yeah, you you can completely switch gears and decided to do kind of like what I did with my bachelors and go a route where you're doing something that you're actually passionate about. Right. Rather than get a degree in something that you're not even sure what you want to do with it, um, which a lot of people do. And they end up with XYZ job, mm-hmm. um, which is great. You know, it's great that they get a job with their degree, but it may not be something that was in their degree realm, you know. So I commend you for doing that, dude. I think it's really cool. I think that it's gonna be even cooler when you graduate and all that stress is gone and you can start focusing on the next step, which is, you know, whatever that looks like in your in your plan, which I know is you you've talked to me about certain things involving that. And I think that's super cool.
1: Well, the plan's still the same. Um, but just going back to what you what you said earlier about um kind of like people like how I was going to UNCW and I was getting that business degree. Yeah, like I'm the kind of person like I need to have a passion for what I'm doing, or else I'm not really going to care about it. Fuck yeah, I me. Mean, so that you know, finding that passion was that was crucial. Yeah, crucial for me. Uh, and
0: then Moza, would the, you just ask me? Um, just about your, you know, your how it's going to look when you graduate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So the plan, like, what would be what would be Ray's ideal situation when when, when you graduate. It's kind of,
1: one of these two would be perfect, uh, but they both involve pretty much the same thing. I want to go back to the beach. I miss the beach. I miss Mother Ocean, so I want to go back to that. So any way that I can do that is first and foremost. Secondly, um, I'd say number one would be if I can actually open my own right when I graduate, that would be ideal. But that's going to entail getting, like, investors of a million dollars in, like, eight months. So... I don't know if that um you know it's still the goal, and I'm pushing for it, but I don't know if if it's gonna work, so kind of my secondary plan with that is uh you know just trying to find jobs on the coast and working working kind of the network that we developed, yeah, you know yeah. watermans stuff. yeah i mean I think that's a a Don.
0: yeah <laughs> I think that's a pretty good i think that's a pretty good plan i mean, there's a couple new i know there's a couple new breweries opening in that area as well. They're just popping up like crazy. I feel like there's a yeah. little bit of a lull, and now you know there's a couple more that are that are opening. So there's probably some, there's probably gonna be some more options. Thank I got the the winds are pushing me towards South Carolina potentially too. I, yeah, I, I mean, and it's all about timing too. I mean, if the timing's right, dude, right. you fall into a spot and you're like, you know what, I can do this for a couple of years. Start out here, you know. Hopefully that works out. I, I I don't see why I wouldn't. And if the timing is right and it's supposed to be what happens in your life at that time, then. You know, get it
1: exactly. Worst case scenario, we just delay goal number one by we just add a couple more years.
0: Gives you some more years to save and stuff. Yes, get and prep, and get a plan, business plan, all Better that. Better
1: percent. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yep. what I'm thinking. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of like a big source of my motivation right now. Uh, and my life, getting through school and all that. Like the reason why, you know, I'm putting up with it is is for that. Yeah, because you know,
0: because that's really kind of what I want to do. Dude, and speaking of motivation, um, I meant to ask you right after the introduction. I want to know after, you know, after we did our our initial episode one, um, and we went with Tank Top Friday, and you were a big help with me to like get there. I remember a couple months ago, you just said Tank Top Friday, like you asked me if I was wearing a tank top, and I was like, "Dude, what?" You're like, "Yeah, dude, Tank Top Friday." I was like uh, what do you mean, dude? And you were like, wearing tank top on Friday. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we just went from there, and we started talking about the idea of a podcast and all that stuff. And um, I guess now that I've done a couple of episodes and one little short, you know, bonus episode and stuff like that and made the Instagram mm-hmm. and made some, made some swag, you got some stickers, stuff like that. I'm 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 curious to know now what your thoughts are on exactly what Tank Top Friday means to you. So the thought behind it was that like if you are putting all the
1: work in, you know, getting all your work done during the week, getting after it every day, you know, staying motivated, staying hard, staying disciplined during the week, like on and you know, and you're going to the gym and stuff on Friday, and it's a nice day, why not? let the arms fly and wear that tank top, you know, yep. look good. Who knows? Maybe some hot girls are looking at you or something or
0: you never know. By the way, Ray is single. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Follow him on Instagram. He is single. But yeah, so it's just kind of like a way
1: to, to recognize all the work that you put in and be like, you know what? I deserve it, you know? Yeah. And enjoy this nice day.
0: Yeah. I, um, it, it's become, <laughs> it's become like for me. I'll wear a tank top even if it isn't a nice day because it's like you know what mentally, it doesn't matter what the weather's like to me anyways. It doesn't matter what the weather is like, you know if it's if it doesn't matter how I'm feeling when I wake up if I'm feeling a little low or something like that. Still got to put on a tank top even if it's just on Friday, and ha- to kind of put yourself in a mindset even if it makes me feel like five percent better. That's okay. Yeah, get a little workout in things like that. Especially as of late for me, I've been so busy with the newborn and all that, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I I like it. I'm finding that I like to still put on a tank top no matter what, even if I am, if it's raining or it's cold or if it's, you know, whatever, just to have that mindset, I guess. You know what I mean? That's the point
1: of it. It's different for everyone. It's, that's how you want to do it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It's however you want to do it. That's the beauty of it. Yes, sir. We all wear our own tank tops here.
0: Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's, there's a couple of things that I wanted to, to move forward on with the show and, and kind of get some get some thoughts rolling around and and kind of eventually reach a point where we have somewhat a of a perspective that we can um, put ourselves in and then people that are listening give them a perspective of, of certain things as well and maybe challenge them to think about some of these topics and ideas um, that involve goal setting and and becoming a better version of yourself through whatever outlet that may be and um, one of the things that I asked you prior to this was what's what's one of the things that, you know, you've been through that drives you nowadays, if you could think of something? And I know that you mentioned that um, you don't really like to look in the past for motivation, like, oh, this happened to me or I went through this in my career or my school life or my personal life, um, and, and, you know, to this day, that's what drives me. And I, I thought that was interesting because and I thought it was a really cool thought about that because, you know, why, why should we look to our past? You know what I mean? It's almost like thinking thinking about it now. It's like, that question is like, no, we, we want to be looking to better ourselves and look towards the future. You know, even if it's the week coming up, Hey, what can I do this week? That's a little bit better than I did last week. What can I study a little bit more? What can I, uh, do work wise? Can I get this homebrew done? You know, if it was part of your schedule or whatever it may be. Um, So I just wanted to ask you, like, instead of looking to the past, what do you look to daily that helps you to strive and reach your goals on a daily basis usually?
1: Honestly, and this may sound really messed up, but what it comes down to me is I'm just, like, I'm that competitive. Like, I, like I, I think people know, like, what is right and wrong. Like people know that like, okay, like if you're drinking a lot, maybe you're drinking too much, like, you know, it deep down. Yeah. And it's like, you have to have those hard conversations with yourself. Like think about it. Like if your boy was drinking too much, you'd say something to him, be like, dude, you know, you're messed up right now. It's like, you have to have those conversations with yourself. And I think once you're able to do that and you, and you kind of unlock that, then you, you realize that like all those things that you're doing are kind of setting you back. And like that's where my comp my competitive nature like takes over, and I'm just like, oh, I don't think of myself getting set back. I think of all these other people taking a step ahead of me. Fuck yeah! And I'm like, no, that's not that's not gonna fly with me.
0: So helps me want to run through a wall right now, dude. have yeah.
1: me jabbed up. It's dude. I and it it's almost a, I say it's a blessing and a curse because like it, I like being competitive, but like it's hard to like turn off sometimes. To be yeah. honest with you, so. And that's definitely, like, one of the struggles with school because, like, school isn't necessarily, like, a competitive place. It's not, like, like, the biggest, like, mind fuck for me with school is that, like, it's not like the gym where, like, you know, if you go to the gym for a month every day and you eat nutritiously every day for that month, like, you expect to see a certain amount of results. But in college, you could put hours into an assignment, hours into an essay, a project, and then you could end up still getting, like, a D. And that just... It doesn't like make sense to me in a way. I don't know why. It just doesn't compute and it just it'll set me off sometimes. So I gotta like detach and just, you know, kinda who saw it out a little.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I totally feel that. You know? It's it's a weird, um it's weird in that sense. It's very weird because you're you're thinking about this stuff and you're and you're wondering like, I just put in all this work. I just put in all this all this effort towards this assignment, let's say, and then only to get a C or a D. And you're like, dude, I thought I did great on that. Like, what is going on here? And it is kind of like, in a weird way, like, beat you down a little bit. You're just like, what? Yeah. Like, no, like, and I'm sure anybody that's been through college and, you know, a master's degree or, you know, even further than that has been through those feelings and everything. It's not something that's uncommon, but it does, it's a different version of like, you feel like you failed yourself almost, even if it is just a little assignment. But that's because people like you and me, care about it even when i'm doing my mba and stuff like that we we just care about it more so that um you know i think that that's something that something to be said about that for sure um but another another thing another thing i know that um you've been harping on lately is is being consistent with with fitness being consistent with your mindset Making sure that you you hunker down and get things done as they need to get done. I know that you're you're also kind of a a big routine guy, other than the weekends, and I think that that's really important that we kind of stick with that. <laughs> Foxy's over here trying to trying to mess up our episode. Not really sure what she's doing. Freaking out, little kitty. Um, but I I I know that I know that your life you. You've you've told me that it is moving along how you how you like right now. Um, I mean, I I guess what I'm curious to know is what is something that are, are you missing anything? Are you wanting something? Um, of course, something extra. You know,
1: of course, I always want more. <laughs> That's part of it, man. I think I think you should always want
0: more. right. I think you should never be satisfied. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I mean, I you know. I want my own brewery. I want my own business. And beyond that, like, I want my degree. And, um, I mean, financially, more money would always be nice. But I feel like you'll never... If you think about that, you'll never have enough. Yeah. If you focus on finances, you'll never have enough money. So I guess, you know... I don't know. I don't know. I'm still kind of figuring things out right now, you know? Yeah. I mean... It wasn't. It wasn't always like this for me. I guess it kind of. It took me a while just to get to this point, so to speak. Like when I when I so like I got out three years ago when we kind of when we met, and like when I first got out, I wasn't as deep into like the routine and everything as I am now. Like what you know, it took me, you know, lots of mistakes and lots of learning to get here. But it was like through those, through those mistakes, that's how I figured out. Oh, these are the things that I have to be doing. In order to function, in order to, you know, a- achieve the things that I want to achieve in life.
0: Well, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta die a little bit to learn. You gotta, yeah, you gotta fail and mess up, dude. Exactly. And that's something that, uh, yeah, I talk about all the time. I feel like I mention it a lot. I've been through my own stuff and messing up big time in the past couple of years. I'm doing my my damn best to move forward, though. I think I'm doing a pretty decent job. There's no blueprint to it. I know that. Um, and some people don't have to go through major failures in life and good on them. That's cool. Like if they, if they're locked in, they've always been locked in and, you know, they, they have, they have their version of failures. I'm sure. But a lot of people, some people don't go through major failures and that's okay. That's cool. Um, but I truly, I truly believe that we go through them on purpose and we're meant, it's meant to happen, uh, to redirect us or recenter us and, for a higher purpose that we have later in life or or whatever that may be.
1: I I've talked about this a few times. I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but I think I have. Um it's kind of like there's there's like there's certain kinds of people in this and there's people that like like you said, they don't really they seem to not really have to go through those hard lessons or as many hard lessons as other people. And like kind of my answer to that is really that like there's people that bet small and they'll win small, but they'll also only lose small. But then there's people in life that bet big. And it's like, yeah, you can win big and you can end up, you know, on that Everest, whatever that may be for you. But you're also going to experience like extreme lows. Yeah. It's kind of like I try to remember that it's like life is like a pendulum. Like even though it's swinging really, really far, really bad one way, like no matter what, it will swing back. And you just you got to remember that. You got to outlast it.
0: What 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 are some of the. What's like one moment that you can recall that you would say is one of your, one of your harder moments that you've been through that's gotten you to, to think that way?
1: Dude, it was, honestly, it was like a combination of things. So it was kind of like, like two years ago, my mom got diagnosed with like this really rare cancer called multiple myeloma. And when she first got diagnosed, she was like almost, she was like stage three, almost stage four. Like it was super scary. And then I had this dog at the time and like, literally like two months later, like this dog started getting like really, really sick. Her name was Chloe. And turns out, um, I adopted her like the year prior. She ended up having like severe kidney damage, like really bad. Like her kidneys were not working. Got to the point where she couldn't even walk. So I had to put her down. And then I found that out about my mom. So like at that point, like, I remember. I called my buddy Sloan and like, I just, I told him like, I was like, dude, I'm a broken man right now. Like I was so beaten down by life. Like, but the other thought that I had, like, I guess what I realized in that moment is that like, I was also looking at those things and I was kind of feeling sorry for myself. Like I was like, oh, you know, I was in the military for six years and you know how, like I shouldn't get out, life shouldn't be like this. And like, woe was me? And it was kind of just like, I just had this moment where. I had to talk in the mirror, actually. Like, I would, I talked to myself in the mirror. Like, I look in my eyes and I'm like, listen, motherfucker, like, you know, you have to say that, but at that moment, you know, I was talking to myself and I was like, dude, nobody is coming to save you. Like, nobody is coming here. You're either going to, this is either going to kill you or you're going to dig yourself out. Yeah. I started and I was, I told you I was a mess, dude. I like, didn't want to leave the house, zero motivation for anything. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start by just journaling and every hour, one hour on Sunday, I would just sit there and I would journal and it was painful and I hated sitting by myself too. Are you still doing that or no? Not as much anymore. Um, cause I found like at the time I wasn't very, I wasn't dealing with my emotions in a healthy way. Like I was drinking like a fish, um, just, just trying to white knuckle it through it you know, not really realizing kind of the everything that I was carrying. And then, uh, you know, started going to therapy and like talking it out. And like, that is what really kind of changed things. It was like journaling kind of started me there, but physically talking about it and like, actually like helping myself with this. That's what actually helped. So
0: yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I don't know if it's post military related. I I don't know if it is just related to having such a structure for a, a decent amount of time in your life, and then you, you're able to do whatever you want, and <laughs> you're able to be free. I was ta- we were talking earlier when we got, we got lunch, and I, was si- I don't know even how it came up, but we were talking about how ridiculous it was, something just as simple as getting off of work on a Friday for the weekend, how you felt when you were waiting around for two to three extra hours. Then you go get in formation, and then you wait another hour. And then all for another grown ass man to come tell you what you should be doing on the weekend to stay safe and be safe and be, you know, smart. And then you're free to go enjoy yourself and live your life for uh, two and a half days. And then you're back to, back to it. You know, I think it's, for me, it was, I can do whatever I want. And, you know, within reason. And then at one point it was like, without reason. Where I was like, fuck it. Like, I can just, I'm in, I'm bulletproof. I can do whatever I want. I can party it up. I can be out with the boys no matter what. Any day of the week. D- not even just on weekends. Like, we're talking sometimes five days a week. Out and about. Drinking, partying, chilling. Like, living life. Because I knew that I could. It's like, I had that power. And I'm sure that you kind of felt very similar. It's. It's like you want to make up for lost. Yeah, dude. You know, I missed it. Yeah. Especially for me. I was married back then for like five years, you know, and like deploying all the time. I turned 21 in Iraq, you know, like stuff like that. It's like, it's like I missed all that time where other kids or other people my age were in college, living college life, getting, having fun, getting all that out of of their system. And I'm not saying that everybody has to do that by any means, but they were living that life. And I missed out on it. So when I'm 25 now, 26, I wanted to just get after it, have so much fun with everybody that I could and had so many friends that were good influences and bad influences, and I'm sure I was just the same to them. And, you know, it's like, it was fun, but at the same time, it had its consequences. And, you know, I I'm, I had to, I paid for those, you know, and those were my mistakes and those were my failures at the time that I'm, that I had to learn from. And like I said, there's no blueprint for that either, but I think I'm getting there uh, and I'm feeling pretty consistent about a lot of things right now as are, as are you. So I think it's a great time for us to be sitting here, you know, talking and, and going through some, you know, some things that are um, heavy on us now, but in a positive way, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that that's, there's, it's pretty special that we can actually, that we're at that point. It feels good. It feels more Feels a little bit more comfortable not co- not like comfortable like oh i'm good with life but like it feels comfortable day to day that we are able to kind of attack it in a different way a healthier new- yeah a healthier way for sure i truly believe that i think that that is um i think that's i think that's really cool um you got any plans to go back to the beach hit some waves serve some anytime soon
1: trying to once i find some time uh i got like two weeks left in the semester right now so it's like crunch time but Hopefully this summer, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this summer. It's gonna be awesome. I'm uh, I wanna, I wanna get up on a wave at least twice this summer. I'm not a great surfer, so like, I wanna get up on a wave at least twice. That's 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 huge for me.
1: We can make that happen, especially because I wanna get one of those soft top camper tops that you have for your truck. I wanna get one of those for mine once I get mine back, so I can just camp it out on the beach on the weekends. Yeah. Just like hit a coffee shop, knock out the homework, and then cruise back to Ben. Sounds like a dream to me, dude. Yeah. And like a- Yeah. I, that that was one thing that I kind of realized this semester that I focused on this semester was like um, doing um doing the things that I know that I like that make me happy, trying to do more of those. So like playing hockey and, you know, even though it's kind of like a two-hour drive, it's kind of ridiculous, but I love it. So
0: I don't care. <laughs> I mean, the... The drive for me has never been an issue. It's like, yeah, especially if you know? it's especially if it's something that you enjoy too. If it's a hobby of yours that you are, that makes you happier, that makes you feel good, that like puts you in that flow state of mind, you know, why not go do it? Because, I mean, to me, it's like, at some point in your life, you might not be able to. I don't know. You never know. You never know what's gonna happen. True. But so if you have the chance to do something that makes you happy, even if it's a solo trip why not just go and do it? I, I used to do that all the time, even living in Wilmington. I would just wake up one morning. I'd go, I didn't plan to do this, but I think I'm going to go to Asheville. I'd drive all the way to Asheville by myself and stay like a night or two just because and just walk, just do stuff by myself in Asheville, go to breweries. Uh, I'd go to. I go on a little hike somewhere, like meet people, end up Just like having such a great time and then head back to Wilmington and lock back in, get back into schoolwork and whatever. And working at the brewery at the time or or whatever it may be. And I do the same thing with if I booked an acting gig, like because I was booking like little stuff here and there. And I still am booking little stuff. I'm not by any means booking big stuff. But it's like I would have to hit the road and drive to Richmond, Virginia. And I'd be all about it. I'd be like, nice, dude, I don't care. I to Richmond and back in one day. I did that for a voiceover once because I didn't have the money or the time to stay there. Yeah. So I drove there, uh, recorded the voiceover for Virginia um, State Lottery for like Pandora and their local radio, and was there for about forty-five minutes. Got a coffee, lunch, hit the road back to Wilmington. <laughs> it was nuts, man! In my socks, in my old Jeep too. It was oh, it was running bad. It was running really bad and I still made it though. I was like, I'm doing it. I gotta do it. It was important to me. And it made me happy. So yeah. That's you know, you go to you go to some you stretch the limits sometimes, but whatever. <laughs> it was that was more just like vehicle related, not not me. But um yeah, I, I miss I miss doing that. Having having Finley now, that stuff is gonna be um definitely minimized, you know. Chances to do things like that is gonna be lower, but um I, I'm really interested to find how that tweak is going to be what 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 are we going to tweak that still allows us to do things like that maybe a shorter trip or something you know just got to tweak it i'm mean, back to the beach i have no idea how it's going to be but we'll figure it out i know that we're going to figure it out so move back to the beach i wish we can i wish we could one day we will we will i think it might even be like south carolina beach but oh, yeah. but we've got we've got grandparents that Want to move here now, because they want to be a part of their grandson's life. So you know, there's a bunch of move here, move there. yeah. There's a, no. I mean, there's a big, there's a bunch of big convos that that have to happen. Because <laughs> if we move, then we're throwing a wrench in everybody else's plans. And you know, it's just you gotta figure it out with the families and all that. You know, yeah. it's more, it's more about it's not only about us anymore or just us and Finley. It's about our grandparents, their his grandparents, and and how much time they want to be with him, and you know because that's important. It has to be part of our life.
1: Yeah, but do they want to move here because they love it here, or do they want to move here because they want that?
0: That's it. Yeah,
1: because that's what I'm saying. If you go to the beach, then yeah, they'll go. Yeah,
0: for sure. I just love the beach. It's, it's like, hey guys, we're moving to the beach. By the way, we're moving back or we're moving to. Charleston or Savannah or Surf City—they got good schools. Or Surf City, in good schools. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind living in Surf City or Carolina Beach even. It's small. I don't care. It's chill. I it's would deep. not mind living there. CB reminds me of. Jersey. Yeah, Surf City reminds me. Of Jersey. Oh yeah, Surf City is yeah. definitely Jersey with just a bunch of, um, you know, Marines sprinkled in because they all live there. They all. It's live... like the officers. They all. Because
1: it's still. Back. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I always. Going out at, like, the beach bars at Surf City. That was pretty fun. <laughs> They're all, like, hole-in-the-walls, like, big-time hole-in-the-walls. I've never been out there. I've only been once. It's fun. It's a very different vibe from uh, Wright Wrightsville Beach Beach. Smurfs.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's definitely not. How staff? Dude. Oh, man. that place. Their food. Oh, When we go to Wilmington in June, definitely Zeeks. Zeke's is fire, too. Yeah. Yep. Spicy tuna bowl. Yep. I never thought I would like a spicy tuna bowl. And I went there and tried it, and I was like, "Hold on a second here." And this thing is pretty good for me. Get it with mango and pineapple. Okay. Have them put mango and pineapple. All right, I'll I'll have to do that next time. Mind. I'll have to do that next. See ya. Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna try something new here and throw in the homie of the week at the end of the episode, so that uh it gives a little gives a little snippet of of who that person is and something to remember um when you go and watch episode that comes out after episode four here um and this week's homie of the week is monica page monica is my sister-in-law laura's stepsister so i guess she's technically my sister stepsister in law um she's an auto insurance adjuster and she lives in nashville she's a she's a super a super driven woman and she loves to work hard play hard She's got her little dog Theo, little Pomeranian. They stayed with us, and Monica helped us so much in that first week with Finley, dude. It was nuts. It was it was it was so helpful. It was nice to just have her there to help with chores, and she she even cooked for us a couple nights. And I was just like, this was so it was so nice. Um, but a recent goal that she's accomplished is she she got into a leadership uh, development program at her work, and I, I, she told me that she's really looking forward to starting that. And hopefully, you know, like moving forward and getting promoted work-wise. Um, and and a goal that she said that is reachable for her, that she's working towards, is her, her goal is to bike around or outside 100 miles this month and try to go to bed by 10.30 p.m. so she can be more rested for her workouts in the morning. Nice. Simple stuff to most, but that's hard, man. Like, I commend her for having that as a goal. Like, hopefully... I know that she'll probably feel better or anybody would feel better if they could reach that goal. I'm, My goal was kind of like changing my timeline like we were talking about earlier for the gym and just going when they open, which is 5 a.m., which sounds miserable. And my life up until this point where I'm kind of forced to do that, to get it out of the way in case something comes up with the baby or whatever family-wise right now. Uh, otherwise, dude, in the past, when I got done with the with the Marine Corps, there's no chance you would get me up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. I was like, dude, I've been getting up at 5 a.m. or earlier for eight years. Like, get out of here. I'm sleeping as much as I want to whenever. But I, I knew I was going to feel like this. I knew it. Um, I'm motivated to get up and, and hit it at 5 because I know that I have to. And I don't want to be weak mentally or physically for, as a dad, as a husband now, as just a friend. A family member. I don't want to be viewed as weak. So, and to me, being in the gym, taking care of your mental and physical fitness and staying on top of it is a good way to combat that. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, some people would say just because you don't work out doesn't mean you're a weak person. But for me personally, I got to be in the gym. I got to be hitting it. And I, and I know you're similar because you're always hit. you're always doing Sticking with CrossFit, you just told me you lost like ten pounds in this past like week or two. Yeah, getting ready for the summer. Yeah, dude. I wish I could do that. I mean, <laughs> I can do it, but you know, it's just been a challenge with lack of sleep lately and all that. I I plan on by June. No one asked, but one of my goals is Mr. By- <laughs> <your> goal <laughs> by June first week of June or June one. So I got one. I got a month and a half right now. To be down myself 10 pounds, but maintain muscle and strength. I can do it. it. It's just, it literally is just eating clean. Do it. Sticking to eating clean. Don't even have one cheat meal for me. I can't do it. If I have one, I'll have two, and then I'll have three, and then I'll have a milkshake, and then I'll go buy Oreos, and then I'll drink a couple beers. Like it just goes downhill. So I'm just going to try and eat clean. We're getting back to the grocery store. I'm going to, we've got some milk supply. So, Laura's going to go get some alone time, hopefully tomorrow, grocery shop, whatever. I'll watch baby boy, feed him, change him, burp him, get him to sleep, try to work my little tiny bit of dad magic that I might be getting already. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's my goal. Ten pounds, June 1. And run a little bit more. Ooh. Yeah. That run club probably helps you out.
1: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's not bad. It's mostly sprints, and I'm very, very bad.
0: So it's a run club, but you're sprinting? Yeah, yeah,
1: we meet at this little park Okay. Uh, in town. It's nice, actually. Is it,
0: like, just sprinting, or are you doing, like, bodyweight workouts, too? No, it's, like, sprint workouts. Okay. It's all. It's mostly people from the CrossFit gym. Dude, we used to do that, uh, me and my buddy Trevor. Uh, he started it, actually. People all around our little neighborhood we lived at in Jacksonville. I was about to get out of the Marine Corps, or I actually just did. And um, yeah, he was doing, like, sprint workouts, but also doing, like, things that involved a pull-up bar and body weight and at the time that's the only stuff that he was doing at the time granted he's got like an extra chromosome I think and it's not- a freak of nature um, we were all like super ripped up You're just from doing body weight stuff so that's why like even this Peloton and doing the Peloton strength and hit workouts I don't I thought it was going to be like easy and not be enough for me <laughs> dude it it worked it's crazy <laughs> I get definitely a very solid workout and I'm sweating, go upstairs and Laura's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. That was hard. Like that was 30 minutes of very intense work, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm completely wanting to do only dumbbell and body weight now, but, uh, I think I want to find a good schedule where two days a week is down here in the basement, getting after it. And then the rest is still in the gym and maybe CrossFit hopefully yeah.
1: Join up, dude. It's a lot of fun. You got to just take the plunge and you got to just say, I'm going to
0: suck at this, at everything I do and I'm going to look like an idiot. Take the plunge. Oh, did I mention, did I m- does anybody know that I've been cold plunging? I just wanted to make sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't, it doesn't count if you don't tell everybody that you actually cold plunged. So you got to make sure you suppose. I think it's crazy, by the way. I'm going to say this now. I want to go on live saying, I think cold plunging is insane.
0: You know what I think is crazy? You told me that you were going to do it. No hell no. you said do the be evolve then. You said I'll I'll be Le- Leo's time. <laughs> Blah. No. I'll do it on a hot day. I knew you weren't going to do it, Plun. <laughs> what if I what if we get it on a hot day and it's like 65? I will promise you, I will call plunge one day. All right, all right. I still have to get Luke to do it cuz it's a thing. Everybody that comes on the show, I'll do it with has to do it. So when Luke does it, cause he needs to do, he was episode one, you know, for, for the revamp and everything, he still has to do it. I told him, he said he would. So what about you guys get in together? (laughs) I'll get in and then I'll pan (laughs) it. Warm it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, dude, so I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, end it and kind of ask you a question. There's something that you, you mentioned to me and, um, I asked you about it earlier and you kind of described it cause I was like, what does this mean? You told me that the test creates the testament. And when I first read that, I was like, should I Google this and see what he means by that? But I did it because I wanted to hear it from you. Um, so so involving, you know, your life right now, uh, how your life's going professionally, you know, physically, mentally, family-wise, everything involved, What? why is that one of the things that, came to mind that you wanted to kind of talk about so like
1: a testament is something that it, it shows like the that it's been proven so like if there's a testament about something that thing has been proven through trial through whatever and by saying the test is the test creates the testament it means that you have to go through the tests of your life you know the hard times and make it through that to be proven in a way to kind of prove your quality. I don't want to say quality, but kind of prove prove your metal, Prove what you're made of.
0: So you want, yeah, so the goal is to get to a point where you have this testament of yourself in your life. And
1: if it's just for you. Yeah. Even if it's yeah. just who you think you are. Like like everybody has that vision of like, oh, that that guy that they could be or, you know, I could be, you know, more jacked or, you know, something. It's just, it's going through and, and achieving that, proving it to yourself.
0: Yeah. That you can. Because some sometimes everyone, we're all human, we all get into lulls of some point, you know, where less motivation to do this or a little you know, feeling more depressed than you have been lately and you know whatever it may be, I think that goes hand in hand, where it's just like you know what you're capable of deep down. it's do you want to put in the work? Exactly. Do you want to learn from what happened or do you want to do you want to you know get get up? and learn from it and move forward and keep moving forward and keep that mentality. Cause it's easy to even have, you know, you could say to yourself, I'm gonna do better tomorrow. I'm gonna keep moving forward. You know, I've got a good street going of, going to the gym all week long. And then, you know, sometimes you just don't wanna go to the gym. This is just an example. And then you're like, oh, I didn't go. Then you get depressed, whatever. And then you start to think, am I a shitty person and, you know, why can't I get, why can't I find the motivation to do this, this, or this? And I think what is the most important thing is learning from that and also being patient with yourself and knowing that not always going to be up, you know, sometimes we're going to be down and it's what you do after that moving forward is, I think that's what matters.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's all about momentum. Yeah. You have momentum both ways. And if you keep and, and you can change your momentum whenever you
0: want. You know that every one of us can. You know that thing that I've said before about the fire within us and yeah. not letting it go out. It's a good same example. thing. Momentum. Keep the momentum, dude. Just like that. What's that dude's name? He's one of the X Men characters. Um uh, what does he look like? The one the one from Dead Deadpool two. I can't think of his name right now. He's huge. He's got a massive metal head, and when he gets moving, he... yeah, off him. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. It doesn't the matter. Jugger- yeah, Juggernaut. It is Juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was really, it was right there. Um, yeah, like that. <laughs> Something like that. Be that dude. Yeah, be that dude. Be be the Juggernaut <laughs> in your life. Um, but no, dude, I'm glad that I was able to have you back on. I was. It, it took us a minute. I wanted to have you back on episode one, but I also wanted to like get rolling with it so that. Before Finley was born, I would have had an episode already, and then that would give me no excuse to continue. You know, unless, of course, something crazy happens and I'm not able to do it. That's okay. That's going to be fine. There's a lot going on in life right now. But um, I'm glad that I was able to get you back on. I'm glad that we were able to uh, squeeze it in on a Sunday, you know, knock it out. And um, I'm excited to see what the response is. with with having you back on I think it's I think it's really cool in the books yeah dude in
1: the books I'm glad that we got this one in too because the there was trial and error yeah there was trial and and error and (laughs) and you're part of it dude so uh, (laughs) that's what I'm laughing I'm just thinking about all the other like the really dumb shit
0: (laughs) but I mean it was necessary it kind of helped
1: yeah Yeah, trial by fire
0: yeah it kind of helped me uh creatively and all that so I'm glad that we're here now and um I'll, I intend on having you back on for different t- topic conversations and, um, you know, anyone that h- was already a guest, I, I would love to have them back on. We can talk about some other stuff or we can go way off to left field and start talking about the sports the whole time or, you know, whatever, just everyday, everyday stuff, but also really throwing in, um, some, some things that I hope motivate listeners, put it in perspective a little bit. And um, help them to become a better version of themselves. Yeah. So until next time, Tank Top Fridays, baby. Don't forget to wear it. Wear it and share it. See ya.